What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus, wherever you get your podcasts. Just a quick heads up, Miss Karen and I took our very first trip out of the country together. It was a blast, but it left me a little behind on recording. So we're replaying episode 75, which answered one of our UK listeners' questions. I hope you enjoy the story, and I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. What if kittens paid the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. Today, we've got a question from Edward. Hello, my name is Edward, and I'm six years old. My favorite thing is dragons and dinosaurs. My what-if question is, what if leaves called big armies to fight dragons? Thank you. Wow, Edward, thank you so much. I've never pictured an army of leaves. I'm going to add on another question that I recently received involving dragons. Hi, Mr. Eric, I'm a really big fan. I am Murray. I am from Scotland. I really like dragons. I am wondering, what if the zombie apocalypse happened? Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Whoa, Murray, that is a big question. Folks at home, don't worry. It's still going to be a kid-friendly story. We'll just have to see what happens. Not so fast, Mr. Eric. I'm not a nutso, Petey. No, I, I, I mean, don't start the story yet. We've got to thank Aislinn and Logan. Oh, two of our latest Patreon members? Yar. Thank ye, Aislinn and Logan, for giving me the chance to upstage Mr. Eric yet again. Oh, Petey, we're a team, aren't we? If by we, you mean me, Aislinn and Logan. Uh, Petey the Pirate, everyone. <clears throat> well, without further ado, let's answer Edward and Murray's question. What if leaves called big armies to fight dragons and the zombie apocalypse happened? Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. 
Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Once upon a time, all the dragons and dinosaurs were having a big party for big creatures. Hey, listen up, this is Q-Rex. All the dinos in the house say, rah. Rah. All the dragons in the house say, dinosaurs are better. Dinosaurs are better. I almost got you. Well, it's starting to get cold and dinosaurs are cold-blooded. So Q-Rex out, y'all. And the big T-Rex took off his headphones, shut down his microphone and turntable, and then ate the whole thing. (coughs) Q-Rex, asked Dracomax. Why did you just eat all your musical equipment? Because it's hardcore, man. I'm big and I'm tough, and I do big, tough stuff sometimes. You got a problem with that? Oh, I... Dracomax was much bigger than Q-Rex, and he could breathe any kind of dragon breath you can imagine, but he'd never been spoken to this way. I don't like how you're talking to me. Oh, this guy has feelings. Big Tough Stuff doesn't have feelings, okay, man? I eat my mic and my recording equipment, and I say what's on my mind, and I don't care how it makes other people feel because caring about stuff isn't big and bad and cool. Um, well, I'm big. Yeah, but are you big, bad, and cool like me? I don't want to be bad and cool. I just want to be me. Ooh, that is so uncool. So, mission accomplished, I guess. And Q-Rex and the other dinosaurs left. Another dragon, Megomega, approached Dracomax. Don't worry, Dracomax. You're twice as big as he'll ever be. That's not what has me feeling this way. I didn't like his words. Words cannot hurt ya. You're the biggest, most powerful dragon that ever was. Yeah, yeah. But Q-Rex was right about one thing. It is getting cold. We are going to fly back to the dragon caves now. I'm too big to fit in the dragon caves. I'm actually too big to fit anywhere. I've been stuck out in these (coughs) cold nights for a couple of weeks now. You're so big and tough. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... Squarebot came up too. He was a big chrome dragon that could transform into a little robot. Hey, Dracomax, you don't mind if we leave all this charred meat out here in the fields for you when we go? Actually, I've been uh, feeling a little under the weather, so I think I should eat more uh, fruits and vegetables. (laughs) You're so funny. Big tough dragons like you wouldn't eat fruits and vegetables. Let's party again same time tomorrow, Dracomax. Oh, I, I was actually gonna fly someplace warm and um, sit down with a good book until I'm feeling better. <laughs> Big tough creatures don't need to read books. What a joker you are. <laughs> and Squarebot 
and Meg Omega flew off towards the dragon caves for the evening. Why are they telling me how I'm supposed to think and act and live? <laughs> Draco Max flapped his wings and took off to the south for warmer climates. Oh, but if I disappear now, they'll know I'm stunning by a hot spring reading a book and they'll, they'll all make fun of me. And Draco Max wheeled about and flew back to the empty clearing. He tried blowing fire to make himself warmer, but letting out all that heat just made his body colder. <laughs> so cold. Oh, I'm so tired. And Draco Max drifted off to sleep. He dreamt of a warm sun and growing plants and fresh squeezed juice and warm hugs and good books and friends that let him be himself. And when he woke up, he wasn't in a clearing anymore. Uh-oh. Well, you might know that Draco Max had a habit of getting stuck in places, and now he seemed to be stuck inside a forest. Morning's light peeked through the trees, and he found that he was wrapped up tight in leafy vines. What is going on? <coughs> and he coughed out a mossy tree stump. Uh-oh, I must have breathed out this whole forest in my sleep. The leafy vines wrapped him tighter in a big, warm hug, and a cluster of juicy oranges lowered itself from a branch straight towards his mouth. Wow, Dracomax said, his mouth watering. As the first orange tried to squeeze itself right into his mouth, he heard a distant flapping. No, it can't be. Dracomax looked to the skies. And that orange juice got squeezed right in his eye. Dragons are coming back early. <laughs> he lay his head down on the mossy stump in defeat. They're all going to see me acting like I'm not big and tough and cool. <laughs> but he didn't breathe out more forest this time. He breathed out a bunch of gray sludge. I'm getting too sick for my magic breath to, to work right. I gotta try not to sneeze. He heard the dragons flapping. Dracomax, where are where you? Where be ye, almightiest oh, of the dragons? He tried to struggle out of the leafy vines. And notice there seemed to be words written all over every leaf. <sighs> a thousand leaves formed together like pages and a branch brought up a fully formed book and started slowly turning the pages. Oh, they can't see me reading and resting and getting hugs. Dracomax started to shake. <laughs> and then he started to twist. And then he started to stretch. And he burst through the grasping vines and the gentle leaves and the sheltering trees and a shower of hundreds of thousands of leaves blew through the air as the warm, loving forest he dreamt fell apart and blew away on the wind. <laughs> really not feeling so good. With the leaves dispersing, Meg Omega and Squarebot were able to find Dracomax, finally. There you are, Dracomax. We need to get set up for tonight's party. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. 
Can we maybe not invite Q-Rex this time? Give it up for Q-Rex! Yo, Draco Max, I need you to breathe me out a new studio set stat and some speakers and some cables, maybe some gaff tape. I'm a little under the weather, Q-Rex. I, I shouldn't be um, breathing things out for people right now. Oh, you need to curl up and get some rest? Don't embarrass us in front of the dinosaurs. Want me to read you a bedtime story? Uh, actually, all that sounds pretty nice right now. Why are you shivering, Dracomax? It's not even cold. But the wind was picking up again, and on this cold midday wind flew a forest's worth of leaves. Uh-oh, I think they might be mad at me. Right, because you did something cool and tough and big. I did do something big, I guess. I blew them all away. Whoa, you messed up a whole forest? Maybe I was wrong about you, Dracomax. I knew you were a tough cookie, but I never knew you were that tough. I don't think I should have done it. I, I think they were trying to help. A storm of leaves overtook the dragons and the dinosaur. Ah, no, roughage! I can't have the other T-Rexes see me eating greens! And Q-Rex ran for the hills. All these leaves carry dirt and dust. I cannot have it getting in my robo-dragon gears. And Squarebot took to the skies. Mega Mega, where are you? Don't you worry, I'll stay and fight by your side. And Mega Mega lashed out with claws and talons, with tail and teeth, with batting wings and lightning breath. Ha <laughs> battle at last! No, I think they were just... <laughs> but all those crunched up leaves on all that stirring wind got right up Draco Max's nose. Uh, uh, that gray goop that he'd sneezed out earlier... Well, now it was a gray spray, and it took to the winds. No, it was the winds, and the storms, tornadoes, and hurricanes of grayish goop flew out in every direction. What's happening, Draco? Oh, boy. I think I just sneezed out a zombie apocalypse. I am so embarrassed. Flames. You want to eat flames, not brains. Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot that every kind of zombie likes to eat a different kind of thing, so... Okay, we can get ahead of this. Dracomax was still feeling so sick and tired. But now, of course, he'd ended the world, so he felt he ought to do something. He tried to fly ahead of the storms he'd sneezed out, but he was too slow. He got to his friend Randall Radbot's house. Randall, where are you a zombie? Beep boop. I don't know what that means. Are you are you just sleepy or gears, bro? Give me like some greased up gears, yo. Uh, okay, so robot zombies eat gears. Dragon zombies eat fire. I need to find an expert. So he flew to the Fur Force station and found Fred the zombie dog. He was ugh, licking off the last of that gray goop. Oh, hi, Thwackle Max. Why aren't you zombie? <laughs> it was me. I made everyone zombies. 
Black Omar, that wasn't nice. Not everyone wanna be zombies. I know, but I was getting sick and my friends wouldn't let me rest and then there were these leaves. Well, why wouldn't your friends let you rest when you were sick? Fred, that's not the point. You have to help me save the world. Oh, don't worry about that. Most zombies just eat things, not people. So as long as those things don't become zombies. Dogs. Oh, pause. Fred and Dracomax slowly looked over to a pile of sticks that seemed to be coming to life. Okay, so that's probably problem, because I eat stick brains, so sticks must... Oh boy. So gears are gonna try to eat robots and flames are gonna try to eat dragons? Yeah, I start to think that this is the bad kind of apocalypse, Dracomax. I can't save the whole world. I'm not big enough. I'm not tough enough. I'm not cool enough. Excuse me? Uh, It's just all my big, tough, cool dragon friends. Hey, Mr. Dragon Pants. Do you think I'm big and tough and super cool all the time? You must be. You're the leader of the Fur Force. No, I'm 30 pounds and my tongue stick out too far. And I'm a stinky zombie and I whine a lot. But, but... But Fortunately, the sticks weren't very fast, but they were rolling slowly towards Fred and Dracomax. I can't be right. Heroes can't be little and have feelings. I don't know who these friends of yours are, but if they let you get sick and they don't let you do the things you like, then they definitely not cool. Q-Rex ran up to the Fur Force station. Musical equipment. <laughs> oh boy, now your musical equipment's trying to eat you. <laughs> Q-Rex nodded, pointing with his tiny T-Rex claws toward his tummy. Oh, but they're already in your tummy. That must hurt. <laughs> Are you having feelings right now? Musical equipment. Oh, it's okay, Q-Rex. You you can have feelings. You can be scared. I'm scared. <laughs> this is the guy been picking on you? I know his daddy. He not gonna be happy to hear that. <laughs> Musical equipment. Yeah, okay. I won't tell your daddy if you stop acting like a big meanie. Equipment. And at that moment, the sticks finally rolled themselves to Freddy. God. <laughs> Oh no, they tickle my toes. Get out of here, colossal dragon. Save yourself. And just when Dracomax thought things couldn't get any worse, that storm of leaves found him again. Musical equipment. Q-Rex ran off again, hunched over with a tummy ache. For sticks, now leaves. This truly is the end of days. The leaves swirled around Dracomax, testing, tightening, twisting around every part of him without actually touching. Go ahead and finish me off, leaves. You were just trying to help me get better, but I didn't want to seem weak. I didn't want to be uncool. The leaves got tighter. All he could hear was their whooshing and whirling. When I woke up this morning and you were giving me a big warm hug, it was the best I'd felt in weeks. 
sucks, but I was trying to be a tough guy. I should have known it would cause a zombie apocalypse. Suddenly, it was quiet and warm. The leaves hadn't been getting tighter to hurt him. Do you think you know what they were doing? Yeah, the leaves were giving Dracomex a big, warm hug. <sighs> I don't deserve this. But he flopped down just the same. And right there, in front of Fur Force headquarters, a forest sprouted anew. Every leaf penned in ink as part of a different book. And every tree bursting with healthy fruits and vegetables that squeeze themselves off twig and vine to fall right into um, nom, 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 nom. Oh, you're like a healthy smoothie forest. And more and more of that delicious smoothie squeezed its way right into Draco Max's belly. Oh, I'm starting to feel so much better. Wait, wait, wait. No, I gotta the apocalypse, Abby. He tried to get up, but the leaves and vines hugged him even tighter. Listen, Dwacko Max, said Fred, walking away from the sticks that were still trying to get him. Zombie apocalypse or no, you need your west. And I will do a good dog's do and lay down right here on your face so you can barely breathe but it's comfortable for me for some reason. No, Fred, you gotta move! But what Fred didn't know is that Dracomax was allergic to dogs. <laughs> oh, pause. Achoo! But this time, instead of sneezing out a storm of grayish sludge, it looked like Dracomax was sneezing out a green smoothie. Fred was whipped away on a cloud of it. This gonna take so long to lick off. And the green cloud spread all over What If World, turning into a soft, smoothy rain. Hello, Dracobacks, Fred called from a distance. Everyone turn up back from zombies. What about you, Fred? Are you still a zombie? I don't even know anymore. Oh, dog. But Dracomax didn't hear Fred's answer. His head was resting on a mossy stump, a leafy book in his lap, asleep and a hug of leafy vines. The end. All right, Edward and Murray, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, it's a great way to get bonus content from me, and it gives you an extra chance every month to get a story for you. And if it's not the right time to join Patreon, please write and review us on Apple Podcasts. I've noticed some kids and parents writing questions in their reviews, so I'm going to pick one story this month to be based off of one of those review questions. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, and all you kids at home we're honest about your feelings. Can you ask a friend or grown-up how they're feeling this week? Can you tell them how you're feeling? Give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. Until we meet again, keep wondering.